Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington, Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Rife Martin CPAs. Today, Philip and Allison Rife Martin conclude their month-long series focusing on business with Apple in the Tim Cook era. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Allison Reif Martin talking all things Apple. Yes, the, the company, not the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And so this one, we are in the kind of in the we're, we went to the revitalization side because they declined and revitalized. But I feel like not that they're a startup now, but I feel like Apple under Tim Cook became like a whole new business, right? I mean, just just from like, you know, they became a platform company, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the platform company of platform companies, right? I mean, all the platform companies built their platforms on top of uh, Apple's operating system, you know, mm-hmm. on the iPhone. Right. I, and I agree. And it's like... Tim Cook is equally of a visionary as Steve Jobs was. You know, I think once he was able to move from chief operating officer to CEO, he had the vision in him all the time. It was just he was now had more ability to execute it and implement the vision he wanted to see uh, Apple going. And and you can see that in all of, like you say, the Apple is the platform that apps are building their app around so that they can get on to the Apple platform. So, because again, so many of us use an Apple as opposed to the Android phone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, and it's like the, 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 the level of money that um, that's printed. I, I, I think of Apple more like a country uh, or an economy nowadays, because it's like, if, you know, I don't know what the percentage of of revenue um, the digital economy is currently. I know market cap, you know, value of companies, it's most of the S&P. But from a revenue standpoint, it's growing fast. And it's like some large number. I'm just going to, if if it were less than 80%, I would be shocked. Uh, right. It's being done like on Apple uh, first, right? So meaning all, like a lot of the sales, they, a, a, a lot of that revenue comes through Apple, you know, and, and, and you got to pay your tax, right? And now they're getting into finance. I mean, literally I sent the, we're in the middle of banks crashing uh, because, you know, the long-term interest rate is low and the Fed jacked the short-term interest rates to higher than a 10-year government bond, which is, it's not good. It sucks money out of the system. And it makes people want to move money around, which is causing bank collapse because they don't have enough money in the system. And I was like, and then Apple comes out with a 4% yield savings account mm-hmm. that you can have on your phone. I'm like, they just trying, they're just trying to collapse. <laughs> 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 Not really, oh but I was gosh. like, man, this no, can't I be good for smaller banks. Right. Well, and there's everybody's, you know, panicking, unfortunately. 
and sometimes I think unnecessarily because, you know, the smaller banks serve a great purpose, but because everybody's afraid of seeing what like Silicon Valley um, and First Republic failing, why would I want to invest in a uh, an unknown bank, you know, kind of a thing, put my money in something bigger, like a, you know, a bigger bank. So, yeah. and I think Tim Cook and, and Steve Jobs really figured out how to become the big phone mm-hmm. that everybody want platform that everybody wants to go to yeah yeah no and it, and it, and, it, and it makes complete sense for them to you know from from my perspective to go the route they go because you know at in this level of 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 where we are in the economy it's like apple is the most trusted place for for me right i mean for for me to to store my information uh to store my financial information and uh and since it's so digital and easy, you know, like, why would I put my yield at, like, Apple as a brand, I value them more than J.P. Morgan, more than Bank of America. Like, they're at the top of the scale of brand for keeping my data safe. And I'm just, I'm curious to see how this plays out, especially when they begin to become the crypto wallet. I'm waiting on them to come out with a you know, uh, iPhone that will let us uh, keep our crypto stuff safe. It just it if they don't do it, I, Tim Cook should get fired because like every right. I use a I use a Ledger uh, Nano X and and another one, but if Apple came out with one, I would for sure like I would get rid of those and just use Apple. And you, but you sit there and think there's uh, been known security flaws in the Apple product too. So how is Apple working to get around those because just think how many of us have our life in our phone, all of us. Mm-hmm. Y- y- yeah. And what yeah. happens if you you know we have like everything from you know our bank account numbers to you know passwords and all that great stuff. So you know Apple has some challenges there too, and I think they're trying to address it. But how how do we mitigate those kind of concerns while still thinking Apple is a great product and it is it, it is yeah and 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 that's why that's that's why I said I should fire because because the solution like Nano X those companies have figured it out because all the, the the simple version of what they're doing is they're just creating hardware that can take your information and take it off the internet because the data breaches are from the internet being on the internet you can't data breach it if it's off the internet. So so if they so if they steal my iPhone, um, if they can get into it, right, then but then that just comes that that's not Apple's problem, that's the user's problem because there's ways to to make that not happen too. That Apple can provide a service for like the way I secure my my crypto. And so the solution is already there. It's just it's just a whether it's just a matter of if Tim Cook is judging crypto or if he's embracing crypto. And if he right. judges crypto, he missteps. And if he embraces, he doesn't. But they're still going to win because they're going to be better than the banks. Because the banks are not going away; they're just going to go digital too. And so, right. like to me, it's like a—he really can't lose, but he can win more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, and like we know, there's there's the idea of a successful business owner is one who has the vision, and he's you know obviously stepped into stepped into his purpose which is to help execute a great vision for apple and has a great team around him to do like we we're talking about focus on profitability use of capital and continue to create products that customers want and he clearly has done it and apple has done it 
based on the fact, again, the majority of us use an Apple versus an Android. Absolutely. What's what's the takeaway that we can use from this third phase of, of, or fourth phase of, or revitalization of Apple, this new phase of Apple's life as a business owner? So to me, as a business owner, it would be focus on legacy. And again, Steve Jobs came back before he, you know, passed away from pancreatic cancer. Um, He knew what the vision was and he picked the right people to help him fulfill his legacy upon his passing. Mm -hmm. I think that's what business owners need to think about from any phase of business, but it's better to start at the beginning. Like, what's your vision? Who can help me execute it? You know, and it, and it's always great to have a wonderful team, the right team, right people in the right seats who help, who understand and buy into your vision and can help you execute it. Yeah. And I think that's a amazing takeaway. Legacy transition. Cause yeah, the, I think, I think Apple set up for the next 50 years, at least, you know, under, under the right. current plan. Right. Exactly. So no, I thought this was a great discussion today. No, yeah, no, me, me, me too, me as well. We'll let everybody know how they can reach you if they want uh, more information on your services to help them become a two trillion dollar, br- two trillion a dollar. Two tr- <laughs> I would love to help you become a two trillion dollar brand, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> um, so you can reach me at my website, rifemartincpa.com, or you can email me at info at rifemartinaccounting.com. And I would love to talk about this, all things tax, all things accounting, and how to help you grow your business so that you can leave the legacy that you have in mind for the business you've put together. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. No, this was a great conversation. Thanks again. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.